Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. You are listening to Ohio Conference Cast a podcast dedicated to sharing missional stories and other information about Ohio Mennonite Conference. Here are your hosts, Thomas Dunn and Bill Seymour. Welcome, everybody, back to Ohio Conference Cast for another installment in our Ohio Conference Cast miniseries, Stories from the Hinterlands. Of Pennsylvania. That are missional. (laughs) We'll have to contact our number one fanboy and producer about what he wants to name his series. But for now, I think we'll, it's too late. We'll pass We're it in the over. Room we made the decision. We'll pass it over to Lucas and enjoy the next installment. I am here with Miss Randy. Miss Randy is involved in a missional discipleship group here in Corey. What can you tell us about it? Gail, my friend Gail and I had talked about a Bible study, and then one day she messaged me, called me, and said that. Another lady by the name of Casey was interested also, and did we want to get together? And the first couple times, we just went to Tim Hortons and had coffee. Wonderful. But the more we got into it, the more we realized that we needed more time. Right. (laughs) And so we started doing it right here at my office at 5 o'clock when we wouldn't you know, we could just really right. talk and get into so it. So is that when your office closes at around yes. 5? Wonderful. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Um, so how many months have you guys been going now? Oh, jeez. Has it been since summer? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, because Gail and Casey were running. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's been since those, summer. Yeah, Those crazy kids and I know they're running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jealous. Uh, <laughs> I'm just too old. <laughs> What has been the benefit of being in a missional discipleship group? There's just been so much. We've actually, we talk, we do our readings, uh, we're reading Matthew, we discuss everything about that, we've had the same opinion, we've had opposite opinions, Right. Uh, we've had, uh, we don't have to agree. Yeah. On things talk, and then we discuss those we're praying for each. We started a little book where we write down notes right. and anyone we're saying a prayer for. Yeah. And we found we've actually prayed for some things that we have seen God answer that is awesome. in miraculous ways. Yeah. That is really encouraging. It's it's hard not to get excited when you're seeing God answer your it prayers. Is. And and I know sometimes it takes and you wait, and I saw it the other day, actually, on the computer. Sometimes you end up saying, gee, I didn't think you'd answer it that way, but right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they, you know, there's, God seems to have his own time, and he's seeing the whole picture, and we're just not. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, most of the listeners to this podcast actually are not currently involved in a missional discipleship group. They're not meeting with three people every week discussing life. So what would you tell them if they were toying with the idea or if they heard their church was starting to put groups together? What would you tell them? Please do it. Right. And I do have to say this. um, My longtime friendship with Gail and knowing 
that we've discussed everything together. Yeah. If you're have if you're hesitant, if you have three or four or, or at least three, if you have one that you know your total trust right can be in and you add one at a time. I think that was a miraculous thing for me to finally say, you know what, um, I want to do this and I want more. Right. And yeah. it's just turned into my favorite time of the week. It really is uh, mine as well. So much to the point where now I'm in two groups. And I would say that that's been absolutely true. With both groups, I've started with one person that I completely trusted. Not that I didn't trust the other one. It's just I didn't exactly. know them as exactly. well. Exactly. I knew them, but not as well. I and didn't then, even um, know Casey. Right. And now she's probably very I close. I love her. Yes. And uh, her I've noticed in, in both groups, I knew the people, but I was substantially closer to one person. And then just within a few weeks, I felt like I had known them forever because yeah. uh, there's something about discussing spirituality, just discussing Christ in general, that it's intimate. It has an intimacy to it. So I think you just grow close quickly. Gail's was Bible was a little bit different, but Casey has the Bible with all the explanations with right. the, you know with everything. And I said, well, all I have is my the old King James. Right. Our next meeting, she picked me up a women's Bible. Oh no, kidding! With That's all the stuff, and when I tried to pay her for it, she said, no, this is worth it. That's wonderful. So you've got a woman's study Bible, Thomas Nelson, New International Version. That is a nice Bible. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's got all the notes, and yeah, that's wonderful. So yeah, sometimes a good study Bible really helps shine some light on things. Just being 2,000 years removed from context sometimes, you know, everything still means the same thing. It's just so much deeper when you understand what was going on then, too. Well, it is. Yeah. It's pr- it's pretty exciting. Um, well, I had said to her, you know, I, I jokingly was talking when I was younger. Uh, I really, truly would go to any Bible school there was <laughs> in Corey all summer long. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I showed the girls I have a little testament. It's not very big. Right. That I was given. Uh, it was 1960. I don't remember exactly, but... I was going to Bible school at the uh, Methodist Church, the oh, old yeah. Methodist Church. Right, over by the the City Works building yes. there. Yeah. And uh, ministers were, were there speaking. Yeah. And they were giving these Bibles, and, and I have mine. And Oh, that's pretty great. I think I was in second grade. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so, now yeah. way over second grade. So. Right. Well, that's, that's pretty wonderful, you know, just to look back uh, at your life and see where people tried to sew into it and... Uh, many many lessons that have really resonated with me just in the last year. I actually learned in my early twenties, but I didn't. I didn't. They they didn't matter at the time, and now they're just really life changing. But it took time even for those lessons to sink in. And yes. yeah, uh, how do you feel about the questions? The five questions that that uh, exist on that card. The where have you seen God at work? And we have pretty much. Through our studies, been able to answer all five questions at the end. Yeah. And if one of us is struggling, we just go on to... Right. But they do make you stop and think. Oh, absolutely. My, my big one is, where have you heard God in your... What have you heard God say to you in your prayer time? 
And that's always, that, that hasn't always been a struggle for me, but it seems like I don't listen in my prayer time any better than I do in conversation. I'm just talking. And, and I'm the same way. Yeah. So um, just being mindful of it, though, just knowing that I, I have that question coming back every week. <laughs> it makes <laughs> it, you think. It makes you think about it. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to say about the experience? It's just mind-boggling. If you're even thinking about it, try it. Yeah. Or your closest friend. If you don't know how that, a lot of people don't talk about God today. No. It's sad. Right. A lot of kids don't even They don't know. know yeah. Or have any idea what difference it can make. Right. Our last uh, Bible study, we had a little dinner because it was last week before Thanksgiving. Right. <clears throat> because everybody's busy this week. We went over to Gigi's. Right. I love my Bible study. I love my friends. I love God. But we got to sit down over there, and it actually was pretty busy. Right. And I thought, boy, you watch. Kind of in my mind, somebody will come in and we'll be talking. Because we get very, very emotional about what we talk about. Right, yeah. And I thought, oh, I hope somebody doesn't say anything. Well, two young guys, probably in their 20s, sit down at the table next to us, and I yeah. thought, oh, boy, here we go. They'll be talking louder than us or, you know, whatever. Right. And it was the <laughs> best miracle of the week. We're talking along and, you know, getting into to things, and I swore that I heard one of them say something about John the Baptist. Huh. But I have very bad hearing. I right. really do. And um, we're talking along, and the next thing I know, Casey leans over, and two other young men, mm-hmm. same age, had joined those two. There was right. four, about in their 20s. Yeah. And lo and behold, they were at Gigi's, too, for their weekly Bible study. That is awesome. Bible Yeah. Group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... I, I really do love how this is all seeming to come together, and I love that it's all different expressions of Christianity too. There's so many different churches and backgrounds and everything. Yeah, it's pretty there is. wonderful. Uh, just seeing everybody function together has been really encouraging. And with me, trying a new church is like wearing a pair of shoes that don't right. fit you, right? Especially if the congregation is is bigger, right? But starting out in a small group, yeah, I hope just makes you want forget the politics, forget the whatever, right. forget who's just go to church, yeah, for yourself, oh, absolutely, yeah, you know, don't worry, I mean, I'd love I'm Catholic right i i but there's a lot I don't agree with right some weeks i get more out of the beautiful song that they sing after communion right then i do the homily but it was the way i was raised am i adverse to another church no no actually i've gone to your church oh really yes i've gone with gail and donnie and i'm supposed to go tonight for thanksgiving Oh, nice. Eve Mass. Yeah. Gail wasn't feeling good last night, though. Right. So if you don't know what to do, start in a small group. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then the more you feel God moving and working, and yeah. the more excited you get. Right. And I, I saw a really great quote uh, recently, too, about if you're uh, God, Christ never called us to start churches. He, he called us to make disciples, and then disciples make churches. I think just I've never getting, heard that. I like oh, that. I just read that for the first time a couple weeks, or yeah, about two weeks ago, um, and it was in reference to this initiative too. So uh, it just really resonated with me that we sometimes think of church the wrong way, where we're considering the building or we're considering the way we do the worship. Where when you start thinking about the people, you know, the, the disciples in the church, that's what makes up the church. But we have a tendency to, to look at it backwards, as we do with so many things. But, True. Yeah. Well, I do know that you have uh, some more business coming your way pretty soon, so I'll get out of your office. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Lucas, and our Pennsylvania, Ohio Conference folk. Stay tuned for the next installment coming soon about the Ohio Conference cast miniseries. Ohio people with men and I views, and they're going to give us some missional news. Thank you for listening to another edition of Ohio Conference Cast. We would love to hear from you. Our email is ohioconferencecast at gmail.com. Ohio Conference Cast is brought to you by the Ohio Conference Leadership Team, along with Norm Sohar, sound engineer, Megan Sohar, voiceover. Ann Lehman, publisher, and our many guests and listeners.